The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. Yeah, I don't know whether she's becoming a Scientology Scientologist real estate agent. I mean, I suppose they have money. I mean, you got to network somehow. That's true. I mean, I wonder if you can just pretend, like, show up at the mixer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you probably want a secret, uh, you know, room in your basement for your yeah. ceremonies and this, whatnot. This neighborhood here does nothing but keep your Zetons in line. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Zetas uh, or Zetons? Thetans. 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 Yeah. 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 It's, it's a real good Thetan traffic zone here. Like, That's all right. Thetans coming through. All the coming through right here. You could probably take, uh, I don't know, 50 bucks off your next call. I don't know what they do. I don't know how it works either. Yeah. Yeah, Thetan discount. So. There's got to be something to that. There's there's some kind of I mean everybody's getting money somehow so huh. can't all come from Tom Cruise running right no it's, it's not. most of it does but <laughs> well you have John Travolta money still some in there you think they still got some of that Travolta money I think well he had a plane at one point I think he must have sold that probably yeah that's probably worth it worth Homeboy's a been mil. doing a lot of like not even like Netflix originals he's just doing like a lot of bad ones yeah there's now a lot you're of bad just movies. seeing like coming soon to video on demand you're like yeah. oh no nah, they got Travolta in it. Oh, man, that's like the free shit that DirecTV just gives you. You're like, no, look, we have the, the, the latest hits from John Travolta. Yeah. And his really bad, bad plastic surgery. It's pretty bad. Oh, my God. There's been some – I've been noticing some really bad ones lately. Uh, well, I mean, there's always – He just looks like a fat Connie Chung now. <laughs> Let me see. John Travolta. Plastic surgery. Now i got to look this up. A fat Connie Chung. Like his lips are gone. Oh, boy. See? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty bad. I just don't get it. You know, granted, I'm not in the uh, Hollywood scene, but it's like just age. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a sense of like vanity and ego when you become a professional actor. There is. Like, but I mean, the, I think they just when they compare that, they're comparing it to each other, and they all have like shitty, fucked up. Plastic surgery? Do you think? Do you think it's like Tom Cruise is what messes it all up for him? Because I don't. Yeah, and then you have somebody like that, or Tom Cruise, or Brad Pitt, or George yeah. Clooney. Like I figure they've probably had like, like fuck those guys. Yeah, they probably know? had like some slight work done. Uh huh. But like you know, age comes to us all differently, right? And I feel like you know, Tom. Yeah, Tom Cruise kind of hit that genetic lottery, so he's going to yeah. age okay. Same with Brad Pitt and all that. Yeah. I mean, granted, they have like billions in help or whatever. But right. Yeah. I mean, they have. Yeah. They're all their custom trainers and dietitians. Yeah. Travolta didn't hit. Travolta didn't hit that lottery. <laughs> Even if he, you know, ate less or you know whatever, he's still getting he's getting the jowls. Yeah, it's still going to happen. Yeah. He huh. looks. He probably looks at like Harrison Ford and goes like that. Son of a bitch. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Harrison Ford. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. Harrison Ford ages well by just not caring. Yeah, that I think that's his tr- secret. It's just uh, fuck it. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> yeah, is he still with uh um uh, what's her name? Uh yeah, Allie McBeal. Yes, Allie McBeal. Uh, yeah, Calista whatever. Flockhart. Yes, Calista Flockhart. Yeah, I okay. think they've been married like 20 years now or something. Wow. See, I still feel like that was a scandal that just happened, but yeah, I, I suppose it's been quite a while. <laughs> yeah. They've been together. Huh. And I remember someone asked me like a couple years ago, like, man, what do you think it's like for him to have to live with her? I was like, well, probably happy. They've been married for like 15 years. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? I mean, does she have a reputation as being – I I think people just saw her character and thought like, oh, she must be just a complete oh, true in real life. Because like, they didn't well, separate the two? Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, you know, probably like happy because he's been married for a while. Harrison Ford is probably boring as fuck when he's not on. Oh, can you imagine? He just sits around. Yeah, I doubt, you know. Or just, I'm going to go fly my plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dog's out back again. I'm going to go see him. Yeah, mm, time to over there. 
<laughs> yep, that's just what he does. I like. I'm going to take it. I think Indy, it, Indy's going to go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was uh, Mark Hamill was on the Colbert show, and uh, Colbert asked him, "Is like, have you heard that Harrison Ford gets really annoyed at your like at your, um, you know, your mimic of him?" And Mark Hamill's like, "Oh, he just gets mad. He comes up to me and he says, Mark, I don't think you, I don't think you do my voice very well." <laughs> <laughs> That's what Harrison Ford <laughs> says to Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just gonna want to talk like Harrison Ford the whole time. I should have. I should have just said this is the start of the show. You know what? We'll just roll in with this show like this. Hello, everyone. Oh, I thought we were going already. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg <laughs> Nibbler here with Sarah. That's Sarah why it's Dylan. Except it's not Sarah X Dylan. She is not here today. Oh, hi, Greg. <laughs> Sarah X Dylan is once again out. Pretending to be sick this time. The mm-hmm. Last week it was, oh, I have real estate school. Oh, I've got to show houses. Now it's, oh, I'm deathly ill and I can't make it into the yeah, studio. You know what? There's a Scientology brochure in here. There is a Scientology I'm, I'm brochure. I'm not sure I'm buying this whole real estate gig anymore. She did say, uh, she did bring in her, her mail last week and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to talk about this brochure I got in the mail. Now yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in <laughs> wherever and however you found us. Uh, obviously this show is starting off a little different than normal, but that's okay. Thank you for finding our show and hitting that subscribe button and going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link yeah, at the top of the page. That'd be really good. <laughs> <A> special guest, <laughs> by the way, Harrison Ford joining us <laughs> here in studio. <laughs> uh, it is the one and only Mr. Aaron Duran. Hello. Hello. Man, what would be the worst interview, Steven Seagal or Harrison Ford? Oh, well, I mean, I would want to interview Harrison Ford just because. Yeah, yeah. I would want to interview Steven Seagal because of that crazy. I right, would want to yeah. really get in there, talk to him about Russians, talk to him about blues, wh- whatever. Yeah, talk to him about his blues band, <laughs> talk about his conspiracy theories. I would, that would be a great, a great interview. And I bet we could probably accomplish that in some way. I know. That's probably doable. <laughs> um, okay, we have lots to talk about here today. I need to tell, fill you in on. A ghost. We need to talk about, of course, geek I mean, in the city, uh, and we're going to go into in depth on this here more in just a little bit. But I want to let everybody know that coming up. Oh my God, it's this weekend. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh Jesus! Uh, this weekend, Geek in the City Radio celebrating the five hundredth issue. Five hundred. Five hundredth issue. Yeah, that is that is nuts, insane. And that's not counting when it used to be Film Fever Radio, which had like. 290. So that's after Film Fever. Yeah, that's just when it became Geek in the City. Wow. Yeah. Well, in the event, and again, we're going to go in on it here in a little bit. We're going to fill in on all the details, but it's going to be at Reverend Nats, which if you haven't been to Reverend Nats, you're missing out. So this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, this Saturday, starting at 7 p.m.? Yep, 7 to 10. 7 to 10. Uh, no cost to attend, but you got to be 21 because Reverend Nats is considered a bar. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which makes sense. Yeah. And you are going to want to uh, probably take a Lyft or an Uber or something like that because yes, uh, there's some deliciousness. There are some deliciousness, and and a lot of people just assume that oh, cider, it's like beer, it doesn't have that much alcohol in it. You'd be wrong. <laughs> no, there's plenty. Reverend Nat knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that's coming up this weekend. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit and talk about the big celebration. I did have a I, I have a couple of things I want to bring up to you. Okay. First though, since I brought up that Audible thing. What is the last sci-fi novel that you have read? Or do you read much sci-fi? Yeah, I read a lot of sci-fi. And you like, also mean Audible also? Yeah, like that things. counts as Audible. Yeah, it counts um, as the Audible. Uh, the last sci-fi one? It was probably... Uh, actually, it was the most recent Expanse book. Oh! So, it, I forgot. It's Whenever like the that seventh was, one. yeah. Yeah. 
they're just cranking those things out. Yeah, I almost started the Expanse. I haven't started that yet. I have been on a sci-fi kick for a while, at, but I'm listening to Armada right now. I don't know. It's that the one. other one from Ernest. It's the follow-up, the follow-up book, not the sequel, but the follow-up book from the author for Ready Player One. Oh, it's that same guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell by the tone of that voice that is not the... Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that guy to begin with, and I've the reviews I've read is that our mod is not very good. Yeah, I see. I want to... I already got it, so I'm convincing myself I'm going to keep on listening to it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not the... There's points in it where I'm just like, this is just too too wanky for me. Yeah. Like, you're too much up your own ass about, oh, well, I know the actual, uh, well, the actual designer of this game in 1978 was this person, and I should oh, know that. It, I'm like, is I'm it like come those? on. Like, it, fine, good that you know that, but other people aren't stupid because they don't know Look that. Look at my nerd dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of nerd dick going on. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to keep listening to it because I already got it, and I'm stuck on it. But I am looking for another sci-fi book. So that's Have you ever I'm read Old Man's War? Yes. Okay. Just did. Just previous to this. Yeah, it's so good. And I didn't listen to the sequel to it. Um, I haven't. I haven't followed up afterward. You can pretty debating. much pretty much anything John Scalzi writes is really good. Yeah, and he's not an asshole. Okay, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, John Scalzi. Uh, he also did another series that I've I've been listening to, uh, which is which I'm blanking on right now. Um, but he he did another really great series. That uh, that I enjoyed. So anyway, yes, John Scalzi. Do you ever read any of the Star Wars novels? Because I know you like Star Wars. I do. Well, no, I haven't ever actually read them. No. Oh, okay. No. And uh, Keelan's recommended some of them to me before. Yeah, I think. But they're no longer canon, right? Nothing well, that matters. some are because there's new oh. ones. Okay. There's new ones out now. Pretty much anything that came out like right as they announced Force Awakens okay. became part of like the new canon or whatever. Okay. So like aftermath, the, st- the story that Chuck, uh, that Chuck Wendig wrote, which takes place like right after uh, Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. and she kind of follows how all that went down. Like that one's really solid. There's one called okay. Life Debt that's all about how Chewie and Han kind of fell out of grace with Leia and all that. So there's a lot of really cool stuff. Oh, filling in all the backstory. Yeah, there was one I think that's just called. It's either called like Leia or Bloodline or something. It's right a- again. It takes place like right after Return of the Jedi. And it's when Leia's trying to help Leia and Mon Mothma, they're all trying to form, like, the New Republic. Uh-huh. And she's going to run for, you know, a leader position within the New Republic, and word gets out that she is also Vader's daughter, and shit goes down for her hard. Oh. And it, but it all leads into, like, why is the Resistance, like, this, like, shadowy, like, unofficial rebellion? Like, how yeah. come they're not actually part of the New Republic's navy? All these books kind of lead into that manipulation. Okay, I like that. Yeah. All right, I'll check out some of those. That one and the new Thrawn novels, which okay. are going to, I think, play in pretty heavily on a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. I'll give those a listen. Yeah, the stuff that came out in the late 80s, early 90s, they were okay, but, like, they became some serious, like, bad fan wankery. Yeah. <laughs> These new ones have been really good. Okay. As long as it's not too, too, yeah, too much on the wanky side, I'm definitely in. Yeah. The one I was thinking about from John Scalzi, he does the Interdependency series. It's yeah. It's a trilogy. I love, I like those books. That's like right up my alley. Um, and then waiting for the third one. But anyway, that's it for that. I just wanted to ask that. So I will check out some of those Star Wars books and uh, continue on. Courtney says, check out the books by KB Wagers. Um, I'll, keep, I'll take a look at those too. Um, all right. Going from sci-fi books to ghosts. I need your opinion on something. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. Why not? So I don't know if you heard the episode where we talked about Jimmy Riddle. From Hee Haw? Yeah. 
No. <laughs> no, but that's funny. No, not Jimmy Riddle from here. Because I know where you grew up. Nobody's actually gotten that right off the bat. No. <laughs> yes, there was a Jimmy Riddle on Hee He was the banjo guy, wasn't he? Yeah. I think. I used to have to watch uh, Hee Haw when oh, I went to my grandma's God. house. We used, to have, we used to watch Hee Haw. It was a whole thing. I, uh, I was jumping up in the cornfield and they tell a joke. Oh, <laughs> it's like Dad Joke Central. and then I'm so glad none of my family was into Hee Haw. But I had friends whose dads were into Hee Haw because I grew really? up in like Hickville. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's like, oh, Hee Haw's on. Yeah, it's good family entertainment. It and, is. Then, and then the Dukes of Hazard, which that yeah. I did like, but it's because it had a cool car. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was fun. And yeah. he shot, like, flaming arrows sometimes, I think. Yeah, it wasn't even nothing like, you liked it for Daisy Dukes. I was like, nah, I was eight. Yeah, exactly. I was too young to understand that. Girls were still kind of gross. But, yeah, they shot flaming arrows and yeah, jumped, they jumped in the car river. That's yeah, awesome. got chased by Roscoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is a whole different thing that I feel like you either have to be from a certain generation that got it, and it was on for a long time, but if you're not, I don't time. even know if you could understand what he is. Like, somebody born... 1990 on, I don't know if you're really going to get Hee Haw. I mean, because I mean, there aren't many shows that are like sketch comedy slash music. And I don't mean SNL having like a music guest. Like, no. Like a skit would break out into song. Yeah. And and that are targeted toward that. It's a very specific audience, demographic. You know? Yeah. it's That is uh, Roy Clark. I think that's who I was thinking of. Roy Clark was the banjo guy. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, sorry. We're anyway, not him at all. Not him. Not Jimmy Riddle. Uh, so, <laughs> not that Jimmy Riddle. This was a different uh, story. So, I'll, I'll give a summation here, but I want your opinion because you've done Ghost Investigations. You conducted the one for Nightmare at Nibblers available on YouTube. Yep. And I want to know your thought on this. And it's not me, but it has to do with my parents' neighbors. So, quick summation. My parents, and they still live at the same house. Where they live uh, used to be a town. It was a, it's a, I grew up on a ghost town, essentially. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. I never thought about it growing up, and I just kind of really came to that realization the other day. But it used to be a, a town back in World War I and previous. I think it might have even been done by World War II. Maybe it lasted as long as World War II. Um, so, it, so there's – most of that is all gone. It's out in the middle of nowhere now. But there's still some houses that are relatively close together. Yeah. Uh, there's like three or four of them that are old remnants that lasted – Right. Past the town. Like one like, of the things where you'll find random foundations when you're walking around in an area? There's there's some of them. Most of them have been dug up and turned into farmland now. Oh, okay. But but you would have. Yeah. yeah. And like my parents' house used to be the gas station because growing up we still had the gas station. The shack was still on the property. And that's where a guy with polio supposedly lived for a while. <laughs> uh, that the, the neighbors told my parents when they got there like, oh, yeah, you know, polio Jim lived there for a while. Uh, or whatever his name was. And, and then my brother – talked about this at one point where he growing up and we only found out just a few years ago that growing up he used to wake up in the middle of the night and feel like a and look up and see a nurse in an old-timey nurse outfit staring at him okay and uh, and we wonder because there was an army base that was there as well there was also the polio guy like just weird <laughs> shit so and I'm, I'm bringing this all like real quick if you want to listen to the extended version for everybody out there there's a Jimmy Riddle episode a few episodes back Jimmy Riddle Jimmy Riddle so I got a message from um, one of my uh, former neighbors, a, a, a girl who grew up. She was about between my brother and I's age. Okay. And grew up very close to where I did and, and named Zoe. And Zoe wrote, and she's like, I've been listening to some of your ghost episodes. Have you ever uh, heard about the man in the, um, the man in the buckskin – wait, the man in the buckskin jacket, I think is what it was. That sounds like a country song. Uh, 
Oh, the whole thing's like a country song. <laughs> Named Jimmy. And again, I'll just sum it up. Named Jimmy. And uh, she's like, I used to see him when I was a kid, and some neighbors said they you, you can see him mowing the lawn every now and then. And so, and I was like, no... Uh, no, I don't. I have, don't remember. Or maybe you didn't see him mow the lawn, but he used to when he was yeah. alive. He would mow the lawn in circles, drunk. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it was just Jimmy, drunk Jimmy. And I guess you got to do word things when you're drunk. Yeah, and mild housekeeping, right? And <laughs> but she would see him whenever she'd stay downstairs at her house. Uh, when she would see him, it was when she was staying downstairs, and she would wake up, and he would be leaning over her, staring at her, Ugh. and this big guy with a beard, just like looking down on her, and. She said it still weirds her out a little bit when she goes there, and she's just like, eh. You know, she was never scared of him. Yeah. It was just like, eh, you know, there's a weird bearded dude staring down at you while you're waking up. I like, mean, that's what I do. <laughs> you do that to other people? That's Yeah, when it's time to wake I don't, you know, instead yeah. of an alarm clock, I just stand over him. Yeah. <laughs> Can I mow your lawn? <laughs> Damn it, Aaron. How'd you get in again? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's just Aaron. <laughs> but yes, you can mow the lawn. So, but, uh, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but so, so... She was asking me about that. I'm like, no, I don't know. And I went down to my parents' house uh, over Mother's Day weekend and I asked him, I'm like, did you know a guy named Jimmy uh, and a lawnmower? And, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's country. He just ride around a lawnmower in a circle. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, that's Jimmy, Jimmy Riddle. Yeah. No, I knew him. When we moved in, he used to come over here, help me out with projects. And, okay. And uh, he would ride around on his uh, – had. turns out he had cancer. And rather than taking his pain pills, he just drank vodka. That's how he dealt with it. Well, sure. So he had this lawnmower and uh, riding lawnmower, and he rigged up a little thing for his jug of vodka. <laughs> so my dad was like, yeah, he just ride around. He always have a cup of, cup of vodka with him. I guess only like, so much nice dam- it's only so much damage you can do in a riding mower. Yeah. No, he just mow his own lawn and ride around in circles drunk. And then uh, I really want to imagine it being just a long straw. You don't have to pick it up; just, <laughs> just <laughs> rigged up yeah. like a helmet or something. So yeah, it's kind of attached. Good to for it. you, Jimmy Riddle. Yeah, and so that's what he would do. And then um, he ended up passing away from cancer. In the ex- he, my, I described it. And my dad's like, "Oh yeah, no, that was where he slept uh, before before he died. Was downstairs at that house." Okay, the house where your friend now has now like, lived. My her parents bought the house from somebody. Yeah, and uh, but that was the house originally that Jimmy lived in. So Jimmy lived in this house. Jimmy died in that house. Okay. Jimmy's apparently still around in that house. Like, is he bugging anybody? Um, I mean, not yeah, I mean, in a it's, bad it's cre- way. Yeah, not in a bad way. I don't think. I mean, it seems like. I mean, because whenever you hear about like ghosts or whatnot, it's always like, oh, something horrible happened and they can't leave because they're cursed to repeat and blah, 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 blah. Right. But there might also be something to be the fact that like, you know, Jimmy Riddle didn't have any family really. and He did. He had a wife. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know beyond that. Yeah. Beyond but that, like maybe family, like yeah. like that was his happy place. Like maybe some of his good memories were like, yeah, I had cancer, but it sucked. But, you know, I had this home that I loved and I had my vodka and I had my lawnmower and yeah. I don't want to leave. Turns out the lawnmower too, by the way. The lawnmower that I grew up mowing the lawn with, the riding lawnmower that my dad still has, was Jimmy's lawnmower. My oh. dad bought the lawnmower off of Jimmy. Bought a dead man's lawnmower. Yep. Yep. I rode around on that lawnmower. Man, all you're the family, time man. You're like ghost magnets. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like anything's bad. I mean, he's not. Okay. I mean, it is weird. We, we weird to wake up and have like this bearded drunk man <laughs> yeah. who probably like smells of a. That's what you should ask her next time. What's that? I guess vodka doesn't have an aroma, but yeah, that's if there's true. ever like a boozy smell whenever you have those moments. Okay. Because I'll get smells. Like I've also – I've had moments where like I've encountered something or something I thought. Mm-hmm. And, then I'll th- and then I'll smell something at the same time. 
really? then you'll do research and you'll find out like, yeah, no, that guy used to smoke like a fuck ton of cigars or yeah, he always wore horrible cologne. I'm like, shit, that's what I smelled. And so then you smell that part of it too? I have before. Yeah. Huh. And whether the sense actually there or it's some kind of, I don't know, mental thing where it triggers that part of your brain. It's just right. that cigar. Yeah, your, your brain just thinks that's what it is. Yeah, but that is things that I've read about have happening before. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Vicky says in the live chat for the Foot Employment Radio Supporters Club members, uh, maybe that's why you have an issue with lawnmowers. Maybe you that's why. lawnmowers. Not riding lawnmowers, though. Those were fun. I loved riding that thing. You know I mean, what? It was awesome. I always wanted one. I never got to use a riding lawnmower. Oh, man. It was cool. Ever. It was cool because, I mean, we had a lot of property, so it was either that or it would have gotten overgrown, so we had that. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty good time on the lawnmower. Man, I, I wish you could go faster. It didn't go fast enough for me, but I'd, I'd get it going as quick as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Try to ride it down a hill and then you Get that son bitch up to three miles an oh, hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous of that. Yeah. No, we just had this ancient lawnmower. It was like this blue tank. I'm pretty sure that like I got lung cancer from like just spewed out just the blackest of smoke. Oh yeah, one of those but, you, but it was indestructible. I think my mom, I think she finally had to get rid of get rid of it because like eventually they quit making parts that you could replace it with. Oh yeah, one of those. Yeah, and it was just you know, I mean like you could actually see the piston, the the one cycle motor or whatever. Oh god, it was, but it was always dangerous because it was when you had to like prime it. Oh that's, yeah, and yeah, it had that's no dangerous. Yeah, you had to prime it. It had no safety. It had no choke. It, so literally what it was is that – so you had to prime it with this little button and then it had this piece of metal you would flick up. So that piece of metal was actually the 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 circuit breaker or something on it. So when you lifted it up, it allowed the electrical current from the pull tab to fire up the motor mm-hmm. and that's how it ran. And you turned it off by flicking that metal back down. And if you didn't use your shoes, you'd get shocked every single fucking time. That's so incredible. As it shut off, it would zap you. (laughs) But you you could not break this thing, like ever. Huh. Yeah, well, I mean, that's something about those old old machines like that. That, yeah. Yeah. Not so much the lawnmowers that I use right now. Oh, yeah, no. It's clearly not my fault, is what you're saying. It could be Jimmy Riddle. It's not my fault. You you know what I think you should do is maybe set up a little uh, altar to Jimmy Riddle outside. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, make a little shrine. No, make – get a thing – get a tiny little thing of vodka. And yeah, go, but why go to like the toy store and get like get like a little farm tractor band? No, on there uh-uh. and get a little bit of dirt from Monmouth. No, nothing bad. And then you just leave a little thing there, and you you know you leave a little bit of vodka out there, and you're like, all right, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, you're gonna help me mow the lawn. I bet you you stop. You would freak the fuck out if you quit having lawnmower issues after that. Yeah, that'd be weird. Well, actually, I'd just be happy about it, and then I'd pretend that it was because of my hard work on the lawnmower, which isn't true. And not the ghost of Jimmy Riddle hanging out <laughs> helping you. What would you suggest that? Some, what would you do in that situation? If he with the lawnmower or with the ghost, the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I he's not malevolent. He, yeah. So I guess he just kind of just hurt. let it be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe I would because there's that whole argument that if a ghost is kind of happy mm-hmm. and it's just going through life, like sometimes they don't realize they're dead. Yeah. And by you pointing that out, you could make shit worse. Saying like, "Hey, you're dead. You shouldn't be here," and that becomes this weird shock to them. Oh. And then it starts lashing out. Okay. All right. Okay. So there's that idea of it. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I I just, to, huh? I never thought about that. Like, I, so you I guess tell just it? leave it alone. All right. Or, or you could acknowledge it. Yeah. Like, hey, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. That's also what I've read sometimes. Like, if you acknowledge them, like eventually, like they hang around for a while, then they just leave because they want to make sure their house is in a good place. Oh. So maybe he's checking in on them. 
Make, huh. Do they keep them, take care of their lawn? I wonder if that's what happened with Eunice. Because oh. Eunice hasn't been fucking with me for a while. Uh, she's still she's just waiting. She's biding yeah, her time. Boy. Yeah. Is the little boy still there? The bouncy ball. It's been pretty quiet. It's been pretty. Qu- you know, talking pretty about pretty quiet. Might uh, might be getting yeah. all going again. I mean, there were some more smoke alarm issues that happened a, a little while ago, a few months ago. But that's that shit's weird. When that yeah, happens. I don't know, man. Like our um, fucking smoke alarm goes off with like harsh language. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Oh my god, it's the most sensitive smoke alarm I've ever had in my life. It goes up. What? It just goes off all the time. Well, no. There's always something that triggers it, but like. If you take too hot of a shower and that smoke alarm, we have three smoke alarms and there's always the one near the kitchen is the only one that goes off. Like you take too hot of a shower and there's some steam in the house. Oh, no. <laughs> like son of a bitch. No, that's annoying. Okay. What's even worse is it's connected to our upstairs neighbor, so it goes off for him too and vice versa. Oh, you both Because the them? way they wired it, yeah. Oh, that's annoying. So he'll text me, sorry, sorry. I'm like, that's all right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, it's so annoying. Wow. We ripped him out like a year ago. Yeah. Just, Fuck it. We just took him out. And then our landlord did a – he stopped over for something else. And he's like, hey, guys, yeah, I noticed that the, uh, the fire alarms is gone from the kitchen. Uh, did they break or – I'm like, uh, yeah, they broke, Frank. Is your landlord Irish? Super Irish. Really? That's kind of cool. Super, super. Yeah, no, he's a trip. His wife's from America. He's Irish. Okay. And they live here now. But, yeah, he's hilarious. That's uh, awesome. When, I f- when we first moved into that place – his handyman was a guy named Jose. They both spoke English, but both of their accents, respective accents, were so fucking thick, they couldn't <laughs> understand each other. So I would just translate English to English to English between the two of them. <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs> yeah, no, Jose would be, you know, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you know, Jose would have the real thick Mexican accent. Uh-huh. And Frank would look at me, he's like, Aaron, I don't know. Dang. He's a good man, but I got no idea what he's saying. <laughs> Frank, what Jose said is that the plumbing down there is really bad, and you should replace these pipes now before this gets all sealed up. Oh, tell him it'll be fine. <laughs> Jose, Frank says, uh, not to worry about it. Okay. He's well, what do you say? And he says, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just get his job as an English to English translator. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. Well, with the ghost, then I guess I, all my advice is just to leave leave it alone. Yeah, it seems like it's. I want to know more, though. I want to know more stuff that happens. Does she take good care of the lawn? Uh, well, she doesn't live there. Oh, but yeah, I think they do. They okay, do. yeah, yeah, they take care of the property. That'd be it's something to try out. Take Let, care of your property. That's the thing. That might be it. Mm-hmm. Let the property go to shit for a little while. See what happens. See what happens. Just don't mow a patch and see what goes on. Yeah. Okay. Stir it up. Yeah. Stir things up. See what happens. Okay. I, right. bet you, I bet you Jimmy Riddle gets more aggro. Okay. That's good. I f- just find it so fascinating. <laughs> this whole thing is just so weird. But okay. All right. So try to stir it up. Jimmy Riddle. There it is. <laughs> Paranormal lawn care. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 talk about what's going on this weekend, though. 500 yeah. episodes. Yeah, man. Uh, we are technically Portland's longest running podcast, which yeah. is terrifying. Yeah. Because uh, you guys started your show when? Well, again, if you count Film Fever... Right. Uh, I think it's before we knew you. Like, Rick was still at 970. For when we Fever? Yeah. Yeah. When we started the podcast, it was still AM 970. Wow. Uh, and then a few years into that, we changed it to Geek in the City because we kept trying to interview people that weren't in movies. And people were like, well, you're not a you're yeah. not a video game show. We're like, ah, fuck it. So we just changed the name. Just changed the name. And the whole time, Rick was always like, why did you not just go from that from the gets out? And he's like, why did you... Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we didn't think about it, Rick. Right? Uh, whatever. 
Um, well, and this is so this is the 500th episode of the iteration being geek in this. Yeah, yeah, 500 episodes. Uh, and it's a weekly show, so do the math. I quit doing the math because it makes me feel ancient. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, working up on our tenure, which is which we will be having something later on this year. I'll say nice, but uh, but yeah, it's weird thinking about any of that stuff. But 500 episodes, which is an awesome thing to celebrate. Yeah, and it's that's, cool. So let's walk through the event because I know there's a bunch of things. Fuck, there's so much we're cramming into three hours. Where I'm like, yeah. man, we, that's a lot. So it's right. seven to ten. 7 to 10 at Reverend Nats. And that's this Saturday, that Mar- or May, May 25th? Tw- May 25th, May this 25th. Saturday. Um, so, yeah, first off, we've got to have three different musical acts doing a short set. We've got uh, Keelan is going to be doing some music. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Keelan King. That's right. Uh, Mega Thruster, who now does our theme song. Nice. Uh, yeah, it only took us 12 years to quit violating copyright. <laughs> <laughs> So That's actually, awesome. Yeah, we paid for it. So Mega Thruster will be doing a short set. And then the PDX Broadsides Great. will be doing another short set. That is uh, a solid lineup of music. Yeah, super solid lineup. Um, I'm gonna. We're probably going to host like a short round of Geek Trivia again. Excellent. Uh, because we have a ton of prizes. Nice. Uh, Asylum donated some great prizes. Bridge City Comics, Guardian. Basically all our sponsors. Bridge City Comics, Guardian Games. Uh, I think Reverend Nat's throwing in some gift certificates. Cool. I think... It's gift ethics because he legally can't let you win booze because of OLCC, but you can oh, win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this group called, I don't know if you heard them called Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. Yes. What they do, you, do like the- Say that again. Yeah. What orcs, is orcs, Orcs, Orcs. Okay. So it's a, it's like, it's almost like a pop-up bar restaurant, but it's for D&D. So what it is, is these people have this ongoing D&D campaign, and then once a month, they take over a bar or restaurant for the night- and you buy the ticket, and you get the character, and they turn that place into a tavern. Oh, cool. It's really cool, at least from what I've been told, because I've never got to go because tickets sell out in like 20 minutes. Dang, it's called Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. Yeah. And so are they going to be there? They are going to be there. They're kind of a last-minute addition. That's why they're not on the poster, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, they initially had approached us about running a mini game at the event, and we're like, that's awesome, but there's no time. There's not enough room. Right. We are going to have probably something coming up with them in the future that's just that. But I do believe, yeah, they will be giving out passes to their next uh, their next event. Cool. And um, so you have to buy tickets when you're at that bar. So it's a ticketed event. For the Orcs, Orcs, Orcs thing? Yeah. Uh, they'll be probably giving I'm, away some tickets. But, yeah, normally what you basically have to do with them is just follow them on social media and they announce when it comes up. Cool. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty freaking amazing. Um, so those would be all the prizes we're going to have. And then Sizzle Pie, which is next to Reverend Nats, uh, you can get because you can bring food into Reverend Nats. They don't serve food themselves. Uh, Sizzle Pie is in the same building. Sizzle Pie is making a special themed pizza just for the event. Can you say what it is? Yeah, I just actually it was two days ago. We got it from Sizzle. I love them, but they're kind of they're kind of laid back on Sizzle Pie. Yeah. So this will be a connection if you're a Dune fan or you know Portland's kind of older music scene. They're creating a pizza called the Stone Burner. Stone Burner. Yeah. Okay. So it is a creamy basil cashew base with chicken, cheese, mushrooms, grated Parmesan, and red paper red pepper flakes. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, sounds that sounds so good. great. So yeah, we're gonna have a special sizzle pie pizza, the Stone Burner, uh, and then because we're not done doing a bunch of shit, uh, we are working with Reverend Nat. And we're gonna have a special one night only cider at the event that he's developing with us. It'll be on tap and I think in bottles. And it's called Tatooine Dream. Yes. <laughs> so 
What is Tatooine Dream? Uh, it'll be. I can't tell you exactly what it'll be based on. Okay, it will be good. It will be delicious. <laughs> but the little trick with it is that. And if you know brewing, you'll kind of know this. If you put wheat in something, it doesn't really add a whole lot of flavor, but it will make it cloudy, like Hefeweizens. It'll make it that kind of cloudiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of look kind of like a like a creamy ale look. And then there's an item called the pea flower. It doesn't have any flavor. It's something you put in tea. But when it hits something acidic, like a cider, it turns blue. So we're going to have blue milk. <laughs> blue milk cider. Yeah. I cannot wait. And to it try won't be that. milk, but yeah, it will look like right. the stuff Aunt Baru pours in a New Hope. I will definitely be drinking yeah. a glass. So of hence that. why we called it the Tatooine Dream. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all at Reverend Nat's place. And oh, Reverend Nat's, yeah. you know, is is a great place anyway. Like I said at the beginning, like if you haven't been there, it's so much fun. It is yeah. eat trivia every Tuesday night, so that's yeah. always fun to check out and stuff. Um, and yeah, he's been such a great supporter of the show. Uh, and, and vice versa. We were the first podcast to ever have him. Have him on. Have him on. Like I ran into him like at a, at a fucking um, like farmer's market years ago and I, I was just getting into brewing and I like loved his cider. And we stayed in contact a little bit and then I, then I saw he was doing a Kickstarter campaign to help fund this first tap room. However many years ago, I just wrote him. I was like, you want to come on the show and talk about it? And to where now he's like a staple. Yeah. Like every four months he comes back on. Gets us way too buzzed. Uh-huh. He's like, try this one. Now try this one. And he's just real great in the community, too. Like, he supports a lot of great local community he, events. And, I mean, he supported a lot of our events, too. Our, uh, our Brewers Cup Cornhole tournaments. Yeah. Reverend Nat is a staple of that. And let me say, uh, he doesn't like losing. No. He does not like his team losing. <laughs> in the, in the Cup. He's offered to bribe before. I oh, yeah. He'll do it. He I, can't, I know. I know. I wish I could. Um but uh, but yeah, it is fun every time hanging out with him. He's he's just a good dude. Uh, so yeah, so Reverend Nat, Reverend Nat's hard cider tap room. God, that's a lot going on all at once. Three <laughs> a, musical acts. Yeah, I'm trying to remember three musical acts. Trivia, um, Sizzle Pie. Sizzle Pie will be there. Special cider pours. Special cider pours. All his regular orcs, ciders. Orcs, will be there orcs. Too. Yeah, they're going to have something going on there. Which I got to find out exactly what that's going to be. And somewhere in between all of that, the crew's going to get up and like talk on the mic once in a while. Yeah, good. I was going to say, are you guys going to? What are yeah. you guys going to do? Uh, that you know, that's the one thing that we have no clue. Yeah, that's how it always is with these. Yeah. events. it's like, oh wait, I guess I got to do something too. Yeah, I mean, probably just trash talk each other or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what we're actually doing. I'm cool. considering me writing trivia questions, my portion of the show. No, oh, yeah, there the other you go. Kind of come up with some yeah. shit. Yeah, but you're going to actually enjoy the party, not like do like a podcast or... Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, when it's all done, we'll probably have maybe half hour of footage we'll use for the episode. And spoilers, mm-hmm. there won't be an episode the next week. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're just going to upload that shit and be like, we're taking a week there off. There it is. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm super jazzed for it. Um, you and Sarah know, like planning these things, you get really excited, but then the closer you get, like the more you're stressed. And right now I'm like, please just show up. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I'm glad, like, Reverend Nats is not the biggest, like, venue. So no, it'll look fucking packed. That's how it is. Like, <laughs> anytime we do an event, it doesn't matter big or small, no matter what it is, it's so stressful because you're like, are people going to show up? Will people be there? Yeah. What are they, is it going to be – are people going to have fun? Is everything lined up right? Like, there's so many different things to freak out about. And that's why, I guess, for anybody out there who's listening and who listens to either or both of our shows, um, hopefully both uh, – when we when we're like, will you guys come out to our events? Like, I know we re- it really does mean a lot. Yeah, when you show it, up it to means our events. so like, much. Especially just showing up is 
incredible. Yeah, and especially to like the venue host. I mean, it's a yeah. Saturday, and you know, River Nats may not be like a a huge bar, but it's still a bar on a Saturday night. Yeah, where they make a ton of money, and like they're trusting their venue to there on a big money night. So you're like, please show up. Yeah. And then please drink like I know you guys do. <laughs> yeah, buy a cider. Yeah. The other kind of cool thing that I've never thought about, I mean, I've, I've never mentioned it before. So the PDX Broadsides have a Kickstarter and it's about to wrap up. And they, mm-hmm. they've hit it. Now they're going for stretch goals. Our last listener party that Geek in a City ever, the last one we did before this one, was the night they were named the PDX Broadsides. Wow. When it was just uh, Jessica and Holly before Christian joined the band. Oh, They my gosh. sang some shanties, yeah, at our last listener party, and we called them the – we were like, look, at they're like the Broadsides, and that name stuck. Ha, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because their Kickstarter just wrapped up. Keelan's just wrapped up. It's about to, but they're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so Keelan's <laughs> going to be performing Mega Thruster, PDX Broadsides. Damn, this is going to be a fun time. Uh, this is a lot to pack into three hours. This I know. Well, three hours they're not of- going to be big sets. Keelan's going to be first because he – fucking prissy prima donna. Uh-oh. Like two weeks ago, he texted me. He's like, hey, man, like I won't be that guy, but do you think maybe I could go on first, you know, just in case – you know, in case I don't want to leave Sarah with the baby too long. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Being a dad and dad. stuff. No, I was like, yeah. no, that's cool. But I did like, you mean like the whole show and stuff. Like, well, Keelan's already being a little prima donna. Can I go on first? I got <laughs> a kid. in the chat right now, too, I know. I got a kid. I'm like, what a bring her. <laughs> <laughs> Give her some Tatooine dream. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Teach her how to work a board. That way you don't have to do it all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And uh, the event's uh, on Facebook. Yeah, definitely if you can, I would recommend taking, like, a taxi or a lift to the event. Totally. I mean, it's very centrally located if you've never it's been to super Nats. centrally located. Uh, it's actually just, like, two blocks from a streetcar stop. Streetcar in the Rose Quarter is right there, too. Yeah. I mean, it's – yeah, it's a good good location. But, uh, yeah, if you can avoid driving, don't, don't drive there. Um, a, parking can be tricky because it's right up in a residential neighborhood or mm. right up to it. And yeah. also, like, again – like, I think the lowest ABV cider is, like, 6%. It's not like drinking, like, a Rainier. Just take public transportation or a <laughs> Lyft or an Uber or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, well worth it. That's what I'll be doing. Because um, I'll be there on Saturday, too. Woohoo! Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super jazzed. I mean, I'm a train wreck right now. Oh, yeah. No, but as with every event, you yeah. will be up until it starts. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't you th- know how it is. Yeah. I mean, if it's a decent turnout, I won't start relaxing till about 9. Yeah. And I won't start... Drinking probably till about nine. That's usually what I do too. I'm yeah. Like I can't. Uh, I'm like uh, I can't. I'll milk one cider. Like I'm gonna get a tattoo yeah. dream when I get there, and then I will just like milk it. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, come out and support because it's a lot of. This is a lot of years and a lot of hard work, and it deserves uh, some support. So yeah, thanks. Come on out. Yeah, it's, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll get dressed up and everything. What? What are you gonna wear? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm not something sure. dressy. Yeah, I have to because the like because yeah. like Denise and Cable are like they get real fancy. Oh, like what? Oh, they just dress better. So you can't have me, them like all. showing you up. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like a few years ago, we did the Tombstone commentary at Reverend Nats, and I thought like, well, all right, this be the first time that like I don't like Cable doesn't look better than me because he's gonna go all hick. Son of a bitch looked like an Asian Tom Selleck. And, like he put on a <laughs> fake mustache. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I'm not Tom Selleck. Yeah, no Asian yeah. Wyatt Earp. Eh, he was more like an Asian quickly down under, just a little shorter. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. he made it work. I'm like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all we right. We had a special well, cider at that event also, I remember. 
What was it? The I'm Your Huckleberry. Ah, that's uh, yeah. We have that episode actually here in the replay. Oh, my so God. Play that one. That's the one where you hear a cable go full Scottish. All right, maybe I'll find that here for <laughs> after the show. That's what we'll play. <laughs> well, speaking of which, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know where we go from that. So I think, I think we'll... Yeah. I mean, how Thanks. do we top that? Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, hopefully, yeah, Saturday, May 25th at 7 p.m. Saturday, May 25th, 7 p.m. Be there. Hang out. I'll be there. Sarah X. Dillon will most likely be there if the plague hasn't taken her under by then. I know. Um, she actually is sick. I will say I talked to her. I've talked to her the last two days, and I talked to her this morning. She called at like 7 in the morning, which makes me – which I'm like, okay, Sarah never calls this early. Like right. what the hell is going on? And, You're like, uh, who's dead? I'm like, yeah, is he got to go to the hospital again or what's going on? And uh, and she called me and she's like, Greg, I don't think I can do the show today. I'm like, oh, my God, no. She'll hate that I just did that impression of her. But that's what it sounded like. like yeah. What, what's wrong with you? Um, so hopefully she's getting better. She's resting right now. Yeah. And she'll be there this weekend. I'm or sure. she's getting her thetans chested or something. Or that. Or she has joined a Scientology cult and all yeah. this is a lie. And she's on like their fancy boat somewhere. She's going to crank out babies for Tom Cruise. <sighs> it's one or the other. I mean, I don't know which one. I'd say it's about 50 She's 50. either sick or pregnant with Tom Cruise's baby. Those are the only two things that are real. 50 50. Yep. I mean, we'll have to see. Roll the dice. Uh, <laughs> tune, in, tune in tomorrow. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe I'll have an answer. I don't know. Um, or it could just be Tom Cruise and Sarah in here, and I'm just out of the picture altogether. That could be the other the other possibility. <laughs> uh, is, hold on. This is for John. Uh, Greg, I'm not feeling very good. I'm really sorry. I don't know if we do something fucking chewy. <laughs> All right. It's an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 513 Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs>